250 dog that i could outlast him on the x because he's got to stop smoking weed but it's an honor system it's an honor system. oh so you just was like all right i'm going to hookah instead of a yak mm-hmm. yeah. basically so he could just get like Delta Eight and be like, "Yeah, this is Delta Eight. Hundred percent. Well, he's smoking fucking Black and Milds and all this other shit, dog. And I, look, we drew the line. I said, "Yo, what can I smoke?" I said, "You know, I, I put down the yaks, Black and Milds." He said, "You can smoke Black and Milds if you want." I said, "I'm not not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. But I'll get a hookah pen or something." So, something about that plastic tip, crazy on the black. It's black. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, views from a chair. Um, yeah, views from a chair. Uh, how was the weekend, man? Views from a chair. Flock is back for his once a month visit. Um, what up, what up? It's great to have you back, Flock. Appreciate it. Flock, back. Listeners. Flock is back in the building. It's nice, man. It's nice to have you back when we get a chance to. The OG crew Fun fact behind Flock is it was his whole idea to make the podcast. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It was. It was his whole idea. Uh, he hit me up, and I, I think I, initially he was thinking about writing a book or something. Wasn't it like a book? You're gonna write a book? Yeah, that's in the works a little bit. Yeah, you're gonna write a book about like the taboo of like therapy or some shit like that. It was something interesting, and then you were like, I think it'll be more like appeasing or like easy to digest if we just do like a short podcast about it. And initially, it was me, and then you. I think you were looking for a girl at the time, but we just like I didn't know any girl. I said, you know, I think John John would be good on that. And people I know don't know John John think he's not that talkative. So it's a weird suggestion, right? Man, I already had a pod. So I had to throw that in there, right? They should have known if they didn't think I was talkative. And there we are. So sure enough, two years, three years later, here we are. Man, it's like three years now. Oh, wow. It is. It's crazy that it's been that long. We Man, started off trying to do therapy stuff, then it was like kind of hard to make that work and like get on the same page with everything. So I feel like it really... Uh, well, everybody liked the therapy shit. I wish we would have some more of that um, coming <clears throat> back. We did do the therapy for a few. We did the therapy for a while, honestly. We but did. Initially, I think people enjoyed that segment. Uh, everybody we loved we pushed it. Pushed it to the end, but it worked. Yeah, everybody loved the therapy, and we broke it down to like half and half. But then, like, as Jake started having more babies, it was a lot to like bring therapy topics every week that made sense. It was. It was like almost like a weekly homework assignment of saying like, all right, like, and then at the time too, like me and John weren't the most open guys with it too. So it's kind of like a a line of what are they comfortable talking about and how do we get something out of it? And then Mm. like, that was validating to hear. No, for sure. I mean, I'm a lot more open now, but at the time it was kind of like you're playing with like fucking red tape, right? Yellow tape. Is that what it is? Understand. And that's the whole point of why I wanted to do that, because it is so uncomfortable to let people see how uncomfortable it is, but that you can kind of break the red tape and it'll be OK. Like nothing's going to happen to you. It just might be awkward for a few moments. Yeah. And then look at me now, man. You got me to go to therapy, real therapy. So you're just a, you're an absolute life changer, Jake. I'm done. About to call it. That's really, your life. Yeah. Really appreciate your positive impact on my life, man. <laughs> you're welcome. Good. Does that feel good to you? Yeah, you guys are weird, man. You don't even know when to take you serious. That's yeah, the problem. I'm always serious. I don't know what the fuck. No, like, what's you know what they they call me on Instagram, real life deal. So they call you that, or you chose that name? 
No, that's what that's what they told me. It's like Delaware. I was bouncing around. You that name, like you ain't choose it. The streets yeah, gave the closest ones that 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 hate the most. I'll <laughs> got the closest ones. I'm just saying what you said. They call you on Instagram. I was just asking, like Instagram donned you with the name or oh, you real life John? That's for John, sure. Just John, John. I mean, yeah, John, John, the John. John the Snake. I guess why. Yeah, why? <laughs> Segway. Look at that. I ain't lost a step. Uh, <laughs> no, we haven't discussed that, so I'm, I'm good. Uh, we get we can recap. You want to go we there? Yeah. Am I starting off? Yeah, you always started off. Do I? I don't even remember what I did last weekend. Honestly, now I'm thinking about it. Um, <clears throat> well, I got you f- fucked up on here, man. I threw my back out. I didn't do shit last weekend. I forgot. Oh, shit. Yeah, I threw my back out. Um, I go off on Sunday a little bit. Oh, t- t- fucking um, yeah, my goddaughter's birthday was Saturday, but yeah, outside of that, I didn't do shit. Oh man, I had a, I had a pretty good weekend. Um, Saturday, I had a went to the birthday of a guest on the show, Aaron's fortieth, uh, 90s theme party. So I went in there with a fucking a 90s champion jersey, some semi-baggy jeans and a Tim with a scully hanging off my head. Uh, Try to channel somebody from the 90s. Not sure who it was, but I did my best. Um, I've always wanted to go to one of those 90s parties. The crazy this. shit is, before I popped my Achilles, I was going to wear a Jerry Curl to a, a Halloween party. And I was looking for it because I was trying to be Doughboy for the 90s party, but I couldn't find it. And mm. today I went by the apartment to clean out the rest of the shit, and I fucking found it. I was kind of salty. But then uh, Saturday, uh, Flock, if you don't know, I'm a I'm a coach now. Okay. And um, it's not that announcement. I went expecting. to uh, practice, or we had a game, uh, uh, and we dominated. It felt so good. Um, there we go. I, I see the satisfaction that coaches get out of winning and teaching kids and. <clears throat> Knowing you teaching these kids lessons while you coaching them at the same time, that shit is fucking fire. What type of league? Fantasy? No, no, no. Real life flag football. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the eight year olds. Yeah. Shit is fucking dope. I shouldn't be cussing, but yeah, shit is dope. And I can imagine like the stakes of a high school game because I'm passionate in that college or NBA or pros. I couldn't imagine, but yeah, I was, I was, I was just hype out there for them, seeing them hype. Yeah, the emotions kids show when they uh winning is pretty cool to see. So I a fire week. What part of the coaching are you doing? Uh well me and my <clears throat> husband, I guess you would call him my cousin, right? But uh we go back and forth from offense and defense, and in the second oh. half we switch offense and defense. Oh nice. The first half I w- coached a couple touchdown drives, he coached hey. a couple touchdown drives, I coached shutouts. On the defense, felt proud of that. So it was, it was, it was definitely dope. It Who's was the dope. better coach. I think that's the beauty of us two coaching is I got a style, he got a style. So when I'm in, the, I start the first half offense, and my style is different from his. <clears throat> even though we use everybody down there the same, but they see one thing in the first half, and he comes in and 360 does what he does, and it's like, what are we supposed to do with this? So it's like a, it's like a, it's a great balance. It's a great balance. Shit's fired up, man. Other team doesn't know how to adjust. Nah, nah. And I mean, for the most part, they so young that they 
that you don't know how to pick up on that. And I couldn't imagine a coach trying to figure out what we're doing when I come out trying to air the ball and then second half is where it runs. It's dope. There's no adjust. My boy Trey plays on the team. Absolute all-star going to the NFL and NBA. And he's going to, he said he's picking up balls yeah, now. Trey's too, on so. the squad. We got him on the squad. Uh, he just came to a, I told him, told his mom, yeah, bring him to a practice. He came to a practice, had to do a little um, convincing to get him, be able to sign up at work. Got him on the team. He came out two touchdowns first week. We had, I think, three other kids score as well. So, yeah, we had a successful weekend. Coaching is the shit, man. That sounds Can't good. Lie. Hey, when you guys have kids that are old enough to have socials, are you going to run their socials? Or, like, like I guess until they are old enough to have socials? Like, if your kids are, like, six or seven, you're going to have, like, Six or seven probably won't have socials. something, yeah. Now, because Trey's got an Insta dog, and I'd be commenting on it sometimes, and he'd be commenting back. I don't be knowing who, who's who's talking to me. Because <laughs> I know it's not Trey. I'm like, is it his dad? Is it his mom? I don't know. Like, <laughs> anyway. I mean, it work. It work. Because the way I, these kids getting these followings is insane. No, nah, that's a fact. Um, Jake, what you well, doing? Man, what, has it been a month? Yeah. It, it's been, I think it's been about seven weeks, six weeks. Oh, can we get a seven, six week update? Hey, uh, built a deck in my backyard. That's pretty Damn, dope. Oh man, shit. Okay. Hey, um, <laughs> what else? What else? I mean, that took a little while. That took a little while. Just a lot of stuff with Rory, to be honest, and his health, like continuing to figure that out. Uh, and the same boat as Dill messed up my elbow, lifting too much weight, you know, just. Put a little too many 45s on the bar. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I think that's about it. Just running the practice and really living life. Not, nothing else too exciting. There you go. Did you build the drone by yourself? <clears throat> uh, I mean, there was people that helped me. A couple of buddies came over a couple of days. They helped me out. Uh, I paid two other guys to help at the beginning because they have done it before. And just while I was doing it, I wanted some advice. They did like the little, like the, um, the motherfucking, um, I forget what it's called now, dog. You know, when you like, start to build a house, they do like the base level of it. Oh yeah. Structure, like the foundation of it. Yeah. I had to do that. Um, and that's what they gave me advice on and helped do a decent that's thing. Like I figured that would be the tough part to do. Like actually like balance it out on the bottom part. And then like from there, you kind of figure it out as you go. I would still be a little, how big was it? It's uh 30 by 18. Oh, so that's a big deck. It's pretty massive. Wow, man. I need to come see your house. Like, I don't, I don't pause. Oh, I don't, <laughs> What's up, John? Yeah, that's not funny. It's crazy. We'll let y'all rock. Yeah. That, it was, it's early in the pod. I'm going to let y'all be big. Deck. You see, you see blocks cup holders. <laughs> yeah, that, that shit. I've never seen a Miller like that was a pro gay. Um, that's crazy. Good for you, man. Uh, that's dope. What do you guys want to talk about first? So just uh, everybody got a case of the giggles, dog. Oh man. Uh another another mass shooting. Anybody got information on that? Fuck yeah, mm. let's go mass shooting. <laughs> right off the rip. Uh Nashville mass shooting. Former student, transgender woman, transgender guy, I think it was. Uh, Pulls up. What Sorry, a detail. Flock. Sorry, Flock. I'm going in on it. Um <laughs> Transgender guy comes in, pulls up. It's a church slash school. He, he 
she used to I, honestly I don't I'm not trying to be funny I don't know the pronoun they preferred I don't know if it was a girl or a guy um pulled up and they pulled into John I think they killed three nine-year-olds one teacher one head of the school and one janitor 61 60 and 61 uh before the police like I guess they locked it they did a good job locking that bitch down no they locked it down and then the cam came out or footage came out that they gave her a couple shots knocked her ass down um What's there to say? Um, I guess. Well, social media showed. I've seen the two biggest topics was why was it? Was it because it was a Christian school and she was transgender? So people trying to figure out the why as always, which I don't even know why people try to understand the why in a lot of these mass shootings. Um, and then I guess the other thing I seen was how the police reacted in this situation compared to the Udalve situation. Yeah, they handled that shit right. That's and the they bow guarded themselves in there, yeah, shot they at right. her while yeah. she was shooting at them and handled that shit like they look like they was trained for that shit though. They they wasn't yeah. fucking around. If I said on your yeah, left. They was holding a gun. That shit was like Call of Duty. Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, oh shit, these motherfuckers know what they're doing, dog. They they yeah. going after it. Good for them. Yeah. Good for yeah. them. I honestly but, don't give a fuck about the reason though, for real. Nah. Like even if it was a church, like the motherfuckers, look, it, all these motherfuckers is different, right? Some of them shoot up the Christian churches, some of them shoot up the mosques, some of them shoot fucking whatever it may be, like black supermarkets. I, just, I don't, who fucking cares, right? I guess that's not that real issue here. Yeah, I mean, a real issue at this point is, are we, at what point do we get tired of being able to buy assault rifles? I don't even know if that's an issue, man. Um, Jake, you want to go go in on this? I feel like the reason why it's important to know is because it can tell you what to do, mm-hmm. right? So how, how old was this person? I believe 28. Yeah, 28. that sounds good. And did they have, like, a mental health background? Not to my knowledge. I didn't deep dive on it, Jake. Did you? I, I did not. Yeah, I don't think they did. Like so, they did they go to that church? I believe they went to that school. Yeah, they were a student. Yeah, they went to that school, and then over time, bought guns and hit them from their parents, and carried this shit out. I mean, my mind goes right to what was their experience at that church? Yeah, the yeah. school was under our the school shooter was under care for emotional disorder and had guns at home. So right there, that says to me, at least one step is if it's not the right one, a step in the right direction would be having a check for that, right? Background check, okay, emotional disorder, can you get a gun right away? Like, what's the process there? Of course, they could have got it a million different ways. They didn't Mm -hmm. have to go buy it from a store. That's important, too. I feel like the hot topic is being transgender, right? What what role does that detail play for y'all? I don't know, man. I mean, I was, I was kind of, I was reading socials, Twitter, not really socials, but I was on Twitter, just reading what people had to say about it, and a lot of people were pretty insensitive to like the, I don't know how y'all feel about it, but to the transgender community, and uh, it was like, well, I guess we don't have to figure out her pronouns. I guess yeah. they was like they're, they were. And yeah, I, was, I saw oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yo, motherfuckers is crazy. That's funny. Yeah, that was a good one. So I what, mean, what, what are y'all's like non-social media thoughts? Just mm. coming straight from y'all. 
The really transgender shit? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like how de- how important that detail is. Like you said, I think for me thinking about it, I think it was like you said, what was her experience there? If she was trying to do that at a younger age, where they discouraging her, where they saying she was gonna go to hell, or they talking down on her about her decisions. I mean, I could see somebody holding a grudge over that. I don't know. I definitely don't think it's worth killing anybody over or shooting up a school over. But yeah, immediate immediate uh, thought would be, well, does she have ill will towards the people she killed, and did they have a role in, I guess, her development at the school, turning off shit? Yeah. It was there history there, or was this just a random? Oh, that's a church. I don't like church people. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, are we victim blaming though? Nah, no, nah, never. No, I mean, I think this is definitely taboo to say, but there are people that are transgender that are transgender, and then there are people that are going through a mental health crisis and may or may not be correct in that decision yet about being transgender. That's not unknown. Yeah, I'm fucked up. I, I heard it was a church, and I was like, I wonder if they got molested when they were younger and just coming back for the get back after all these years. Um, but then you think about that, it's like, well, they could just be regular transgender too, dog. Like they didn't have to get because molested they, and shit. Like, so it's kind of yeah. it's kind of foul on that aspect too. So I try not to think like that. But um, that's the first thing I heard. Like the transgender joint, I'm like, oh, it was a church slash school. I'm like, damn, I wonder if some shit happened to them. They came for the get back. But then like. Why you kill the kids unless you're thinking like, yo, like these kids are going to share my same experience. So I'm putting them out of my misery. It's like people have like really twisted, like kind of warped realities and thinking, thinking uh, they're doing right. And, and I think they, just, I, I was reading, they found their like little manifesto or whatnot. I don't think it got released yet. So mm-hmm. we'll see what that says. But I mean, that's a long time to like really think about what your get back is. Uh, but even with that, like, bitch, you ain't had to go in there and kill the custodian. They had they had read the manifestos and they said she had or they had other uh locations targeted as well. So I think that was kind of crazy. Oh, some nice shit. That that makes it sound like mental health is probably the issue. And I've tried to take a big break from reading social media's takes because I'm trying to find what my own thoughts are. Well, but when I do tap in, I I see all these like rules that it feels like social media has set for us and what we are and are not allowed to let's, hypothesize. Let's, let's, rules. Let's, let's hear those rules that you think are there. Well, like the one Dill said earlier, I, I shouldn't think that maybe they were molested because not all transgender people are molested. I think mm-hmm. that's a great rule, but also I don't think it's fair to rule that out because right. obviously this person's disturbed. Obviously they have some emotional mental health issues and that's the main reason why people have mental health issues. So I think it's a fair connection to explore. I feel like there's a lot, of, especially with different communities, you can't ask certain questions and they don't want you to insinuate because that's being like harmful. I think it's all in the tone that you ask the question. And I think it's who you're asking. Because I feel like majority of people, if you're asking a question about a certain community, but you're asking somebody from that community in a, a respectful way, I feel like your question will... I'll say seven, eight times out of 10 get answered. Yeah. It feels like the people that are upset about certain types of questions or statements are just the outrage gang that don't really aren't even a part of the people that are they're standing up for. Yeah. I'm kind of out on school shootings, honestly. 
What makes you say that? I know that sounds like stupid, right? But like, I was just thinking about it, and I'm like, yeah, like school shootings happen, and like they do happen a lot in America and whatnot, or like a few times a year. But like, people get hyper focused on the school shooting aspect of it, and it's like, yeah, it's a problem, but like, it's not the overall problem. Like, my fucking just got killed on his way walking to school this morning in Philly, a uh, 14 year old. Like, it's it's like not it's like a blanket issue, and we hyper focus on the shit that happens a few times a year. I disagree. I you definitely get killed all the time, bro. We get murdered. It's not a blanket issue. It's at a school. Yeah. It's a school, bro. People feel it's vulnerable. you walking through a dangerous area and when you in school walking around. Yeah. Okay. It's like, not, yeah. What, huh? My boys get killed all the time in this country. Mad killings. Most killings what by far. Of, what kind of statement is that? I'm saying we have a gun issue. About a school, bro. bro. The school shooting shit is, it is what it is. Like, that sounds insane. I guess, bro. I, I think it's just more of a over like overall violence issue. I think people yeah. drop their kids off at school in a very vulnerable way and they have no control of the kids' safety and they're bringing it to a safe place. And so that's why they're upset. Even a kid, if you know you're living in a horrible situation and I'm, I mean, it sounds like it said that what they said it was a Christian school. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty Christian sure. School. Not laughing at the thing. I'm laughing at Travis comment. But um, that's fact, though. That's wild. What you say? I can't say. He said, "Dill said niggas die every day, b." They do. Like motherfuckers uh, die every day, bro. Nah, like, it's nah, nah. It's been like fucking four hundred murders in this. It's bitch, a like. difference when you like a parent knowing you sending your kid off to school. You may the whole way to school, like if they, especially if they walking, like <clears> I hope my child is all right. I hope they get to school okay. Because you feel like as a parent, I would assume. When the child get to school, you're like, okay, I can breathe. Yeah. Then you got to worry about after school when they out in the world again. It's like, fuck, hopefully they get home okay. You're not thinking as a parent, oh, I hope, I hope they don't get shot today. Like, that's that's that shouldn't be a thought. It, is, it should be a thought. Think. Why? I'm saying, like, it, the reality of it is it should be a stuff. Like, yo, innocent people die every day, dog. They get hit with strays. Motherfuckers get hit at the basketball court. Motherfuckers get hit at the, the bus stop. Motherfuckers get robbed. Mad shit happens all the time. Like, we're just so fucking violent all the time, dog. Dill, I'm pretty sure you killed Dil- John for this same take a long time ago. Let's, let's hear it. It's crazy because, like, people evolve, but let's hear it. Let's go for it. People evolve. People evolve. I, I'm right? pretty sure you said about the environment well the planet's changing what are you going to do it's going to take its course i'm not saying see all right so maybe i'm saying it wrong i'm not saying like fuck it 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 happens it happens i'm saying like i don't necessarily think we need to focus on all right how are we going to stop the school shootings it's more so like how the fuck are we going to stop all the shootings like how are we going to make guns less accessible to not just the people that are fucked up that want to shoot malls up but to the 16 year olds going to the war two blocks down that have did fucking 30 murders in the last six months as well like it's, it's just an overall there's way too much access to guns there's way too much fucking i guess trauma because some people look at this shit and go like the transgender lady might add trauma yeah but like these little motherfuckers going to the war going to war in the city had the same kind of trauma or a different kind of trauma and they shooting shit up as well like that shit's a major issue, too. But, like, we really only give a fuck about it when it's a school shooting. That's what I'm saying. Like, we only care when it's these school shootings every once in a while. 
when little motherfuckers is murdering each other all the time, dog, all year. I don't think that's true either. There's people doing rallies in communities. People do care. Is yeah. it a national story? Okay. No, it's care, not a national yeah, but story. Like, yeah, it's just not on the news. It's not a national seven. story. But people do care about those situations. But at the at the end of the day, I'm saying when you go into school, you feeling like you safe in that motherfucker. You're not thinking you may get into a fight, you may get into a little tussle, a couple arguments throughout your whole what 12 years of going to school. You're not us thinking somebody gonna get shot when you go into school. These little kids seeing this shit so much, they going to school now, like damn, that shit could happen to me. As much yeah. as they see it happening, I don't remember all this shit. Only one I really remember is Columbine when I was in school. Mm. And I don't really remember that shit. Mm-mm. Yeah, we wasn't scared to have motherfuckers. No, we wasn't. We wasn't scared to go to school like, oh, shit, that, that motherfucker over there might shoot this shit up. That wasn't even a joke for us. It might have been at a party or something, no? After yeah. school. That's what I'm saying. But in school, you always felt like I'm at school, like I'm not about to die at school. Who was a stand-up comedian that had that bit about making friends with this kid that might be a school shooter? Was that like a Dan Cook or something? You all remember that? It wasn't Dan Cook. It definitely wasn't Dan Cook. I feel yeah, like I seen it, so I know it wasn't Dan Cook. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely remember what you're talking about. But mm-hmm. I do get I what like you're that? saying here. I get this whole like conversation, but I yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying because it's definitely a big deal just the access in the violence in cities and. Wherever else they going on, but at the end of the day, I don't think that's selective. I think it is. I think we only care about certain shit. And what you're saying is like, yes, most parents think that, like, well, when they go to school, they should be safe. And like, like also, like, is that a bad assumption though? No, that's a good assumption. But I also think like most, like everybody should feel like when my kid walks to the corner store, he should be safe as well. Yeah, depending on where you live, like that's another thing. You know. Uh, when you're in a dangerous environment. And also, parents take precautions in those environments. Does it always work? No. But at least you could take a precaution when you know you're living in a dangerous environment. But when you go into school, it's like, yo, I shouldn't even have to worry about this type of shit. Like, I got to get around the corner. I got to worry about who's getting picked on. I got to... Am I... You got anxiety every time somebody walks through the front door. If you a staff member, it's like... What I do agree. A car pulling up in the parking lot. You're like, who the fuck is that? Like, yeah, could you imagine? Yeah, it's weird. It's, I, I, yeah, okay. I agree that it's weird that it seems like the school have become like the, the go-to targets of these fucking weirdos. Um, Jake Tag, yeah, man. Let's hear. Let's hear your thoughts on it. I think you guys wrapped it up. Uh, I don't know what the solution is. I do feel like whatever the solution would be would help both situations, whether it's a neighborhood that's already unsafe or a school that should be safe or is supposedly safe. I think the solution is going to be rather universal and who it helps. At least I would hope, I I guess to me, the, the one issue that I can hear on the right, that their point is that's a really difficult thing to solve is the whole, well, they could get the gun a different way. Yeah. That's a problem. Like that to me, that doesn't mean fuck it let's not do anything. It's like, okay, let's brainstorm and how to solve that. If you know so much about these loopholes, help us. Like, I think the confusing part, like you just said is, yeah, certain kids could get the gun out of the way, but majority of these shootings, these guns is bought legally. Yeah. You don't hear too many stories where 
an illegal <clears throat> gun was used for a mass shooting in a in a school. I think that's also the other side to it. But even the deal's point is in the in dangerous areas in this in the country, they get those guns illegally. Which is shit kind of ass backwards for real when you think about it. When you can yeah, go get weird. your gun legally to protect yourself, but you choose not to for whatever reason. But when somebody wants to commit a, a mass murder, they'll go buy a gun legally. Shit is weird, ass backwards, but somehow it pans out that way. It's like kind of like how the, like the Democrats give like free needles out because it's like, well, they could get needles. Like, like, let's make sure they're safe. So I was like, fuck it. Yeah. And it's kind of weird also, like when weird people buy a gun legally and then go shoot up a school because it's like they're not planning to get away with this shit. Yeah. When somebody's buying a gun illegally and they planning to shoot somebody, allegedly they not trying to get caught. That's a really good point. Buying a gun legally, you're planning basically to get caught if you're going to use that shit. So weird. weird. Yeah, I don't know how to stop this. One thing I always think about when stuff like this happens is like, I think whatever situation there is, there's always like a funniest version of it. Mm. I'm not saying it's funny. No, dog. <laughs> whatever you go ahead, dog. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Dill loves to ruin my jokes. I'm not saying it's the funniest, a funny version, but it's the funniest, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just for instance, if we stay with the school shootings. Bro, do not make a school shooting joke right now. If that's what you're going for, because it's not, it's not, not it. It's just not. It's not it. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. I mean, you back, Flock. Why not? Like, what if the horse girl like can sense something coming? The horse girl? Yeah. Oh, the horses yeah. have like really good senses of. No, never mind. Fell flat. Yeah. <laughs> Why would there be a horse girl? Who's the horse girl? You did you guys you guys have never had any of that in your class? No. The girl that's that would pretend that she was a horse? That's no. white shit, dog. We had a girl that pretended like she was a wolf and she would walk around in all fours and like growl at you. Oh no, 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 no. It was that special ed, dog. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, you couldn't get that off at our school. And we had, to, and there was a girl that would pretend like she was a horse, and you know, horses can sense things coming before they actually happen. So the horse was like, nah. so you can like kind of sense that something's about to happen, and she tells everybody, "Oh you no, know, nah, she tripping." <laughs> yeah, you went to a different kind of school, my man. I never heard no shit like that before. No, no. It's a thing. It's a thing. I promise. I thought you was really building up for something there. I was like, mm. a horse girl, god damn, that's crazy. I had a, a rebuttal joke there going too. Um, that's wild. Um, all right, man. Next topic. What do you guys want to go with? <laughs> you a freak. Uh, we can, we can <laughs> that, uh, water situation out Philly, man. It's good, man. I just got the phone alert uh today and it said we're clear to go. You can keep drinking. Um mm. apparently they spilled a shit ton of like fucking what was it, latex? Latex latex based chemicals in the water supply in Philly. And everybody was supposed to not uh, drink it, but they, hey, they sent out the alert and said you're good to go. Um, you trust them after Ohio, cool. buddy? I haven't drank tap water in years. Like everybody was rushing to the store to get. I haven't. I haven't drank out of the fucking like the sink awesome. since I was a kid, dog. Like maybe out of the hose playing basketball, like 12, 13. 
I would never. But I'm going to keep giving my plants that shit. So if they die, uh, we'll see. But no, I don't trust that shit. Don't oh, wow. I'm no. a tap water baby. I still drink out the tap to this day. And I got water bottles in the house. But I just feel like that's a quicker thing. You want some bullshit. That's what the fuck I, you I've want. I've always done it. I don't... All right, you come up here this weekend, dog. You go straight out the tap, dog. You nah, no, I'll take a water bottle, but I ain't, I ain't tapping it out there. But only thing I'm really worried about is um, getting in the shower. Yeah, that would suck. So I'm that worried about like if that shit. That, like, that's a wild thing to me. There's fluoride in the water already, so now I'm bathing in fluoride all the time. There's other chemicals in my water. I'm just dousing myself in that twice a day. That's weird. That's not. That's not healthy. Yeah, I agree. Never thought about it. What's your solution? Walk on shower? <laughs> you want some white shit today, baby? <laughs> I am the horse girl. You was the horse girl. You was the horse girl, dog. That's crazy. Yeah, everybody's rushing to the store and getting the, the water. I, I, I saw it's not none available. I already had some, so I don't really give a fuck. Um but yeah, man, good luck to everybody that, that couldn't get the water and they drinking out the tap. More power to them. Wouldn't be me. Wouldn't be me. Uh, Jonathan Majors, man, they trying to sabotage him already early early in the game? You might say it's a uh, Apparently he got arrested for assault after, what was it, his girlfriend accused him? And... Uh, what he, I forget what Addy, he lost in that. Then it came out later that the woman recanted her statement. But is it? It was quick. I guess to get we, we might have had this discussion before. Should you get reprimanded or uh, punished for false accusations? How we know it's false? Yeah. Okay. How we know she didn't take it back for some other intimidation or money? Maybe or he paid her off. Maybe he said, I'll beat your ass. Maybe he said, I'll never talk okay, to you. So again. I would ask y'all, what make y'all go to that thought? I'm not, I'm, I'm, no, I'm in the middle. I don't know. No, I'm saying just play devil's advocate. I think it's good to explore all reasons why yeah. things happen. Okay. Because it's weird to recant. That's like, girl. is yeah, it though? So quickly, too. Is it? If, if you see him start to lose ads, I do want to say, like, on the flip side of it, right? Like, flip side, John, before you get into that, I remember similar shit happened to Tank Davis a few months ago, whereas a girl called the cops, said she beat his, or he beat her ass, blah, blah. And then he was ready to go and he had the video proof of her just drawing like that. She was mm -hmm. fucking like shitting in his fucking kitchen sink. Like, she was on some nut shit. He never touched her. Like, and she was saying, like, yo, I'm going to call the cops and say this, this, this. So, like, there is mad situations like that. I mean, there is. It's just tough with when you get to that like rape beating women subject is kinda of like you don't want to think that they're lying. But like we don't And allegedly it was over supposedly him texting another another female. And I'm just saying yeah, that's some weird shit. The the what? Go they ahead. got they got they gotta charge her with some shit if that's the case. Allegedly that's what it's over. And that uh, he wouldn't let her see the phone and then she took it there. But I'm saying when you get to that status, what's the pretty much the only way you could hurt somebody at that level is to accuse of them some heinous shit. Yeah. And if we out here hearing Jonathan Majors as big as he is hitting women, you're gonna look at him a little crazy, like, yeah. whoa, what, what is you doing? Marvel's in a headspin. And that's what the flip side too, like, cause she can't she can't do nothing to hurt him. 
outside exactly. of that. And the damage is done, honestly, even though she recanted it, it's over. Is that that's what I'm saying? So is it even worth recanting? Yeah, I think you should still take it back. Because do you feel like okay, you put yourself in Jonathan Major's shoes? Could you forgive her for doing that? No. Mm, I'd want to. That you would. Okay, maybe not forgive, but say you was in a relationship with that lady. Could you still be in a relationship with her? Never. Ex- exactly. So I don't see what she gets out of that. Because it's like, okay, what was you really trying to do to me? You was trying to derail my whole life. Yeah. Just forgive me in any way. You know? Acceptance. Like, you know when motherfuckers be like, I forgive, but I don't forget. Like, did you really forgive mm. them? <laughs> did you? Like, what's forgive, but don't forget, right? Like, oh, like, yeah, I'm not mad about it, but I don't, I'll never forget that you made this action. I'm going to adjust my fucking, like, adjust how I move around you accordingly. I didn't really forgive you. Forgiveness is continual. You have to forgive time and time again. Because you might get resentful again and then have to let it go and then resentful again and have to let it go. I don't be forgiving shit. We can no tell. Way. Tell that. <laughs> right off the rip. Not weird to me. Fuck you. Fuck anyway. You, so have you heard of this? Uh, are we done with that? I don't want to change subjects. Yeah. Are we done with okay. that? Um, speaking of what you just said, there's this thing called splitting. Have you guys heard of that? No. <laughs> splitting is a like an immature psychological defense that tries to keep us from feeling anxious or feeling worried. Don't, or don't feeling, lead into that shit. <laughs> or feeling <laughs> nervous. Where did it go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it means that when I'm splitting, I don't have the ability, ability to see you as both a healthy and an unhealthy person. Mm. Right? Like we're all healthy in some ways and unhealthy in other ways. And I either see you as all good or all bad. Mm. When it's all good, it means you're serving my ego. You are serving me. You're not challenging me. When you're all bad, it means that if you challenge me, my ego or my existence, then you're all bad. Mm. So this keeps us from like growing, forgiving, uh, being able to love somebody who's challenging us. So if somebody shows up as a challenge, we can't love them anymore because it feels too risky to do that because they might hurt us again. So we'd rather split them, say you're all bad instead of saying, okay, you did this one thing and you might have some good parts too. Mm. You can see this in our cancel culture, right? There's this guy, he does something bad. He's done forever. He's an all bad person. Got to cancel him, get rid of his career, his life, uh, mm. identity politics. If you don't support these people or that people, you're horrible. You're done. Right. To me, this sounds like an example of that. Like what, Dill was just saying. As far as the forgiving part, forgive and forget part. Yeah, like if you don't forgive, you're kind of saying this person's all bad. They don't serve me, my ego, and they challenge me, so I've got to totally eliminate them so any of their threats don't hurt. So how about if somebody disrespects you uh, one time? Mm-hmm. You I personally, was, how could how would you handle that? I was just joking, boys. I, I don't. Um, how would I handle it? Yeah, would that be splitting if you cut them off for that? Yeah, if it's definitely if it's like a, I mean, it depends on the offense, right? So like sexual mm-hmm. assault, sure, you're done, whatever. Yeah. But some like regular disrespect, some more everyday stuff. Mm-hmm. If it happens a time or two and you cut them off, that's splitting. If it's repetitive, they keep doing it to you, then sure, you may have to like figure out how to forgive them and love them from a distance, keep them out of your life. So you're not big on the whole once somebody shows you who they are, 
let them let that be a lesson of who they are? You think it could just be a hiccup in their character, I guess? Yeah. And even if I do have to, you, I ha do have to say, okay, you're not in my life. I shouldn't go on hating you. I should forgive you, even though we're not talking. It's helpful for me to forgive you because then I can grow and become a better person by being able to have that like duplicity in my life, see things as more gray than just you're, you're bad because you challenged me, you hurt my feelings. So I'm going to get rid of you instead of having to grow through what you said. Could you see that being risky trying to grow through that with that person? That's why people don't do it is because it's risky and they're, we're all, we're all afraid of, we're all risk averse at some level. So would you say that would be worth the risk? It is always, it's usually, unless it's again, physical assault, sex, emotional abuse, mm. totally not worth the risk. But a lot of times if it's just, it makes you anxious or nervous or they're a little inconsistent and they, you know, you start doubting yourself a little bit. And if, and if you're worth people's time, something like that, right. it's definitely worth the grow, worth the risk to grow. I'm not mad at that. Um, I think I, I'm, I might be a splitter then. Because, yeah, if I see, uh, I say in newer, not necessarily like people I've known for years, but like say you meet somebody two years in, they just go left. And you're like, uh, I, I think I'm cool off that person. And I'll just leave the whole situation alone. I know it's hard to get into the specifics, but what's a type of situation that you might do that in? Uh... It could just, it could honestly be anything like seeing how you talk to somebody else, seeing how you treat others, uh, anything, honestly, just somebody disrespecting other people, but they'll be, they won't do it to you, but they'll do it to other people type of shit. That's so what are you protecting yourself from going through by cutting that person off? Uh, I think I would feel fake by accepting that person, knowing how they truly are. Okay. Explain fakeness. Uh, let's see how I could word this. Just acting like you're cool with something that you're not. Mm. So what if another route was to talk to them about what you saw and to have that difficult conversation? I think for me, that part would be, do I care enough to have this conversation with that person? Because mm. I really don't be caring a lot. And if I do care about somebody, I did not have that conversation, but we definitely got to have some time in for me to have that conversation. Hmm. What if not caring is a form of splitting? I'm not saying you specifically. I just like, no, I feel like I just told you, I think I split, but um, it might, it may be, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure <laughs> I'm big on the term, but if it is, I feel like I, I definitely split people. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to keep narrowing down on you. So I'll say I split too. Mm. Like when, I've shared a little bit about groups of people that I've felt not completely accepted in, not mm -hmm. because of who I am, but just because maybe there's a little clickish stuff going on mm -hmm. and feeling on the outside. So I'll be, when I go home and talk to Emily about it, I'll get quick to say something like, you know what, fuck them. They're annoying. They, they're this or they're that, you know, not that drastically, of course, but just to make a point, I'll have something to say about their character that I don't like. And it's really just me trying to make myself feel more secure. I don't like them. They have this thing going on. So it doesn't really doesn't matter that I don't feel accepted or I don't feel dot dot dot. Right. No, I learned something new today. I'm gonna take this to the therapist I know in my life and see if she know anything about this splitting situation. 
I like it. Neil, you a splitter? What you doing? Um, I kind of missed the definition of splitting, but uh, no, this is a professional podcast. Like, what are we doing here? Sorry, boys. Um, There's a history of that. Yeah. Convenient dip offs, right? <laughs> I was I was joking. I really don't be giving a fuck. Um, I'd be forgiving people. So I was just joking about it. You know. Yeah, I wasn't bringing it down on you. I just thought. Yeah, I get what you were saying, though, Flop. I see. I don't know if that shit's splitting or not, but like, I don't really like get mad at people anymore. So I just like, if you do some nut ass shit or some weird shit that I don't necessarily like, I'll tell you that I don't Mm -hmm. like it, but I won't be mad at you. Like, I'm not gonna lose no sleep. I won't be upset. I'll just say like, damn, that was some weird shit. And then if it's like, I just won't put myself in that position again for you to be able to do that weird shit. So like, let's say like if like a motherfucker invites me to play basketball and then I show up and then they don't show up. Like, I, I'm not going to be mad. Like, oh, fuck you, bro. Let's rumble. But I'll never like meet you to play basketball again. Is you that know? doable, though? Can we take ourselves out of all situations where people might potentially make us feel some type of way? Um, Yeah, I think so. Kind of. So? Yeah. For the most part, like some situation, like maybe not if your mom does some of that shit, but like every other situation, bro, like, yeah, you could get yourself out of that shit for the most part. Like what situation couldn't you? Unless you're a parent or like your wife, I guess. But any other situation, like you do some dumb shit, I just won't interact with you on that level anymore. It's pretty easy. That's how I see it. I see it as easy. But it may, like you said, it may be immature, but I don't feel like the time spent trying to figure out that situation is worth it. It's smart. Everybody has different friends. I got five, six friends that I I would do mad shit for, but won't give them money because I know I'm not going to get it back. Or I might have friends that I play basketball with, but won't go hang out with girls with because I know they're like awkward or aggressive or like some shit like that, you know, like, or Mm -hmm. certain friends you won't go to the bar with because, you know, they start getting rowdy and try fighting shit. Like, you can still like the motherfucker and not be mad. Yeah, I can get down with that. I think uh, splitting hairs here, no pun intended. I agree that these larger situations or these like more broad situations we can prevent. I just think I just don't think we can go around making sure nothing bad happens to us, like on any level. Right. So like, say your friend has something exciting and then you don't know that they had that exciting thing happening and then you get frustrated that that exciting thing wasn't in your library of information you can't stop that like you yeah, can't but you can just not tell them the next exciting thing that happens to you you know <laughs> then you're, not even then you're well, not growing that's, that's fine yeah it is fine that's fine and as long as you find out eventually when it happens yeah agreed 100 <laughs> agreed um, nah, I, I do like there. the idea of splitting. I never heard that. Um, <laughs> Fuck splitting. Yeah, I, would, I, would, I would be curious to hear somebody that say that they don't do that. Because I feel like that may be a trait that all of us have, honestly. Yeah. By immature, I don't mean like not in the traditional sense. That just means that it's some, it really just means that it's something that we're not wanting to do. I will say this, though. I do know people that need closure from situations. I'm not one of those people. And when I have conversations with those people, I always wonder why do you need closure in certain situations? It's a myth anyway. But I feel like I don't need it. See, I always wonder what the fuck closure is. You can't get it. What is closure? 
You know, like what what is that's like the final resolution? Like, yeah, like all right, like now I know exactly why you did this. And you'll never know because you'll always think about it again. Yeah. Like the, what, what would that even matter either? That's like you watch the end of a movie and you don't like the ending. It's like, well, you know the ending, you're still upset about it. Like yeah. I, I don't I never understood the closure thing. That shit's always weird to me. So you feel like you'll never get it, Flop? You can't. It's literally impossible. I mean, if somebody passes away and you wanted to have one more conversation with them, no matter how many times you play it through in your brain, you'll never get it. If somebody breaks up with you and they're they cheat on you, you'll never really know why they did it. Because you right. won't believe them because that they cheated, they lied, so you won't believe the reason they give you. It's Lying. just to avoid anxiety. That's all it is. That's what people be needing closure for. So do you feel like it gives you more anxiety trying to get the closure? Yes. Mm. Mm. Trying to eliminate emotions you don't want is what causes anxiety. Mm. Damn. Won't he do it? Flock come back seven weeks off and just Hey, mm-hmm. the gospel on the pod. Little, little flamethrower, dog. She's going crazy. <laughs> flamethrower. Because <laughs> he's in flames, dog. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> I love this. That's hilarious to me that they put it on a Miller Light. Yeah, I never. Wild marketing. Yeah. Miller Light's mad inclusive now, dog. Miller Light. Jesus. Gotta respect that. Uh, where else do we want to go? Hmm. What you got, man? You had a couple topics. Um, where was I at? Oh, there. A man uh, cannot flex his dick without puckering his asshole. And both y'all just puckered your asshole. I didn't flex my dick. Um, is that true? Yeah. If you try that's to squeeze true. it right now, just squeeze your dick. That's, true. that's fucked up that I did that because you said it, but that's <laughs> fucked up. You feel violated, actually. I might have to split you now. <laughs> Just don't, don't try to uh, do anything to talk about as far as demonstration. That's funny. My bad Bad control of your asshole. Did y'all see Cam uh, Cameron and his new little TV show? But mate, I love that shit, dog. Love Hilarious. It. Did you see that pause off video? Yeah, mm-hmm. she was a geek, dog. That was so yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the extra D is wild. <laughs> yeah, that shit. The motherfucker said load management. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So I got my listener questions. Mm-hmm. If you don't like your friend's partner, do you tell him? I've had this happen a couple times. This is an interesting. I, I was just talking about this with some friends last week. So I'm interested to see what you guys say on it. Me personally, I would say no. If that person seems, nah, even if they seem sad, I'm, I'm saying no. Nah. If you with them for a reason. I don't know why, but I'm not getting involved in that shit because I feel like that's a recipe for disaster trying to get involved in somebody's personal relationship. What if they ask you? Uh, My personality, the shit I'm going to say is, if you like it, I love it. As long okay. If you happy, I'm happy for you. If you're not happy, I'm uh, hey, you got to do what, what you got to do. I'm never going to say tell somebody leave that person or do X, Y. Like, I'm not going to direct you, but I'm going to be like, I'm going I'm to always revert it back to you. How do you feel about this shit? Well, what do you think you should do about it? That's how I would handle the situation. I'm never going to be like, man, nah, I don't like her, dog. You shouldn't do that. I don't like him. You should be with him. I, I can't see myself doing that. So that's a situation where being fake is all right. 
Mm. I don't think it's being fake because I didn't say I like him. I never answered the question. Circle that motherfucker. No, 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 no. Pitch, listen to what I said. I never answered the question. I want to hear how you feel about it. Well, if you feel that way, then maybe you should. I'm not sure though. Depending on how you feel. Well, how you feel about it, John? I, again, I, it ain't about how I feel. I'm not dealing with the person. How do you feel about it? And I'll listen to how they feel about it and go go with them. <clears throat> them and if i mean they come with complaints man she like this or he like that and it's like well how that make you feel do you want to keep dealing with that yeah if you can keep dealing with that rock out if not gotta do what you gotta do i'm never gonna try to make a decision from one of my friends though so that's where it's okay to like say this isn't about me and my it's feelings not. about the thing yeah it's literally not i don't yeah romantic shit keep me out of it i could talk talk to you about it but as far as saying I don't like this person, yeah, because yeah. mm. yeah. then let them let, let them get married and shit, and then next thing you know, what what you doing about that? Yeah, well, you don't want to split, right? You don't want to say, oh, they're not good, you should leave them, because then you've decided what type yeah. of person they are. And they could be the nicest people. You just call them on a bad. I don't fucking know. Yeah, what y'all doing in that situation? I, I don't think I've ever told somebody unless it was like really early, mm. right? Like in the whole dating or like pre-dating phase, like what, mm. you know, does this person seem all right? And I would say like some things that I know, or uh, if it's a really good friend, right. And this what is would just, you know? um, so say I had a friend that uh, was our age and likes to date people that are really, really uh, much younger legal but much younger i would advise against that as a general concept right so that's a situation where i might say maturity level might be on a different page mm, that's fair might not be about the person specifically just as a general idea what you doing there um all right man so i'm a little i don't know um I've ran into this situation a couple of times, right? And I've learned, I've learned over the last couple of years that, like, well, first of all, like, I don't be fucking knowing what people do when they're not around you either. You know? Exactly. Like, true. I know, I really don't know. So, like, if, like, you're around, your girl seems like a bad time and she's always on your ass and she's hounding you and so-and-so, like, I don't know what the fuck y'all got going on when I'm not around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My one thing is, like, yo, don't tell me, like, don't tell me about how much your girl sucks. When, like, that's my only thing is don't tell me how much you don't like her and shit. Cause then I'll like, I'll be like, I, I really don't, I really won't say shit anymore though. Cause you don't really know, like, you don't know, like, if somebody's happy or what they're happy or what they're capable of too. And that's another thing too is like, motherfuckers will break up with they John or get together with they John. Like, you don't really know, like, if people are comfortable dating or, like, if they're settling or if they're happy or if they're not happy. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, I have no idea, like, what's mentally going on over there, dog. So, like, if I think your girl's a bitch, that's fine. I'm not dating her. You know, like, I think your girl's a thought. That's fine. You might be a swinger. Like, like that's like that shit don't got nothing to do with me, dog. Like, I, I don't enjoy being around her. I don't have to. I'm not dating her. You know, like, I like I don't. Only shit like if I really interject on somebody's relationship is if it's physical, 
Like if, if it's like if, if if you're beating her ass, she's beating her ass, he's beating your ass, so and so, I'll say like, yeah, Yo, you gotta get the fuck away, like you're drawn, or or something like that. Or if you start hitting me with the like overly sad shit of like, yo, they make me feel like this, 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 then I'd be like, dog, that's an unhealthy situation. You should probably like, you should probably chill and like yeah. get into a healthier situation. But the whole like, oh, I don't think your girl's fun or like, she makes you not fun or like this, this, that shit, that shit ain't none of my motherfucking business, for real. It's not. I and maybe you wants to. like that shit too. Like you might like the controlling aspect. Of it. You <clears throat> might like the whole like mom shit. Like that mean, might be some shit you're looking for in a relationship. Some people need that shit. I don't. I honestly feel like it's easier for me to tell my friends what I think they're doing. That's unhelpful. Oh, 100 percent. As opposed to their partner who I don't know. Yeah, 100 percent. And that's more useful information, right? Like it's easier to change yourself than someone else. Yeah, if your friend calls you with like some like relationship problems and you be like, all right, dog, well, you could like, what are you doing here though? Like, what's the job? Like, have you tried this, this, this? Yeah. Because don't nobody fucking know. And like the other thing is too, like, like John was saying, man, it's awkward if you like jump on the train of like, yeah, fuck that bitch. She sucks. She's awful. Like, get away. And then they get back together and you're like, you look stupid. All right. So like you know what I said about her. And yeah. you probably told her what I said about her when you guys got back together. So now it's out, and then what happens is, then she forces a, like a space in between you guys. So now you on the outside looking in, like that shit. Well, not even that person forcing it. He, the, the guy or the girl does it because they like you don't even like going with. So why can I be around? Fair enough. Or he's uncomfortable and feels self conscious about telling you. So now he feels like you're judging him for being there. Yeah. Yep. So, I That's mean, why I always push that shit back to the person. How do you feel about the situation? I can't answer it for you. It don't don't it don't <clears> matter. Thing. Yeah, you, like said, you don't know what's going on. You don't know no what idea. your friend is doing in the relationship. So, because how often does the friend that you're talking to actually make a change based off of your advice about their partner? Like never. Very slim, right? Very slim, very slim. And that's I think that's an ego trip for all of us as friends too. Is like we think we have a little more influence and control than we do. We don't. Um. But I like I don't know if it's a sales tactic or manipulation or whatever. But like any of those like relationship partner conversations is more so like open-ended questions to my buddies. Yeah, you think you're happy? You think you're gonna be happy in five years? You see long term? You see this, this, this? Like, how you feeling though? Like, you good about this? Like, never like you should do this. You should do that. You should. That shit don't work, dog. Mm-hmm. That shit don't work. Joe's opening line at the bar used to be, "Are you happy?" Never asked a bitch if she's happy in my I life. I think that's a hilarious opening line. I would never do no shit like that. Never in my life. That shit is sucker shit. Dex said, it, what if it's a relative? It doesn't matter to me, dog. I don't, I'm not. That's none of my business. Relative might be worse. Yeah, the relative shit, like, man, you know how any of my fucking little sister boyfriends I didn't fuck with? All of them? Like, you can't. There's nothing you could do. Just got to let it ride. Gotta let that shit ride, dog. Let that shit ride. Um... I got mad questions. We should probably get get through these drones kind of quick. Things women do in bed that men don't like or during dating. So in bed or dating. Uh, In bed? Either one. So whichever way you want to go with it. Um, Let's see. 
things women do in bed that we don't like. Let's let me, let me go things back. Things women do in bed or in dating that men don't like. Um, what do women do in bed that you don't like? Be unsure. <laughs> you gotta you gotta elaborate on that. Be unsure about what? That's if they want to do it, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know. Dog. Dog. All right. So I think it's attractive when a girl does what's good, feels good, for, feels good for her. You think it is attractive? I think it is. Like, if she starts doing something or like gets into a position that she really enjoys, or like changes a certain angle that heightens her to me that's a turn on so i'd say the opposite is not a turn on like uh-huh. just trying to be super pleasing in a non like okay, confidence way i'm in, i'm all in on that block <clears throat> yeah i'm in on that think about yourself you know that i think that is a turn on because i think it feels as a guy that you're providing something or you're you're being sufficient or something in that in that way yeah because we can get a nut whatever like it's not, it's not, it's not whatever, a right? Challenge to whatever get a nut. way. It's not, like it's not a challenge to get a nut. Um, <laughs> relax, fuck. Um, I got two. Dating is, you know, like if you make me always pick the spots, I'm out. Yeah. I thought like, we were talking about, we just talking about dating. Well, no, it says dating or in bed. I'll do both. No, I ain't here dating. Um, crazy. Dating, like yeah, dating. If if you make me pick the spot, always I'm out. I'll give you like three dates and I'm done. Um, I need you to pick a spot. All right, I'm not I'm not just throwing suggestions around. In bed, never like my balls suck, never will. Don't Ooh. do it. Not a fan. Wow. Never liked it, never will. Not a fan. I mean, at, at this point, Flock, we just got to tell him. Matter of fact, I'm, yeah, I'm going to just stay out of that. I'm going to let you have your opinion on that. Never been a fan. No, go ahead, John. You can't uh, throw it out there and take it back. He loves his balls suck. That's a weird thing for you. Like, no, I said I love my balls suck. Yeah, we're I'm all he used to say the same thing about eating eating pussy. Like he said, yeah, when I was like nineteen, John. Yeah, you said nineteen. I like your boss, buddy. I've got my balls suck a hundred times. Like, what is changed by now? Like, like balls be sucking balls all the time. Jesus um, Christ, not that good. Like, it's not fun. Like, I don't know. A hundred times, is crazy. Like, yeah, hundred different people have pussy balls. Yeah, right, relax, <laughs> relax. It's like sometimes they get too aggressive, and it's a fragile area. They just be like going for it. It's like yeah. yeah I don't know anybody that does that aggressively that sucks for you precious jewels for nothing yeah bro. that's yeah. part of the whole allure of it is yeah maybe i'm going for the wrong like dropping the grapes in. shit hurts dog yeah. <laughs> shit's never been fun for me i think oh, they're sucking on your balls too hard <laughs> It sounds like it. Maybe I'm just like, bro, that's funny. It's more of a cradling in the mouth. Yeah. (laughs) Like a tea bag. Yeah. Like nobody even, yeah. I don't even think they would call it sucking balls. Okay. Well, I'm talking about sucking. I'm talking about sucking. Dog, that shit is not fun. So, new revelation sucking my balls is a misleading term. Yeah. It's more of a just a. Not for me. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly what I'm talking well, about. They, they, they know crazy. what they're doing. They shouldn't. I don't be doing like that. it. I don't they like it. They shouldn't be doing that. They know what they do. They watch too much porn to be doing shit like that. Holy shit! Have like they'll have like one in there, one out. It's fucking like a vacuum, dog. 
Shit. <laughs> this dude is crazy, bro. And they fit both of yours in their mouth at the same time? That says like something about you one freak. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know you little freaky boy, dog? <laughs> fuck out here. <laughs> Yo, y'all are out of control. All right, John, you're up. Oh, uh, man, I'm trying to think. Uh, what don't I like? Uh, what don't I like in a dating game? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the dating in the dating stages, uh, that three hour four hour gap between texts. If, if we not at work, that shit is whack. That shit is whack. Uh, show show interest if you got it. If not, if I if if we if we not honestly if we not boom boom boom, I'm probably not even dealing with you. Cause girls that really like you, um, and vice versa. If I really like you, I'm gonna be right back at you, like ASAP. Um, as far as in bed, besides, I guess the uh, obvious shit. Um, hmm. I would say don't be shy. I I, I hate when girls are shy, like they trying to cover and not hate but it's just like we already here like we we already here like what are we hiding at this point like yeah it's too late i'm 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 literally like we changing bodily fluids like this is we're here um yeah don't be shy at this point like it's it's a little too late for that shit so yeah in bed i would say that don't just don't be shy yeah. I guess that's easy coming from a guy though, because what do we what the fuck we got to be shy about? <clears throat> do you guys moan in bed? Bro, gotta relax, yeah. What's next, man? What, what's the other damn <laughs> question? question dog. Don't have to <laughs> think of the listeners when you hear grown ass like man. That. Listeners are we gotta, we gotta yeah. leave that to the we gotta leave some shit to the imagination. Yeah. Grown ass man, dog. So you want um, our listeners to imagine if you moan or not? Gotcha. Yeah. Um, how do you guys feel about gentle parenting? Misunderstood. I didn't um, think it is. I thought that was like the go-to avenue of parenting. Yeah. I would say interesting. I just learned what it was today. What is it? Give me a breakdown. Um, well, I seen a video on Twitter earlier, and it was basically a <laughs> mom talking it out with a toddler about how he channeled through all these emotions as far as being upset um, basically just talking it out with your child instead of grilling them, yelling at them, or whatever. Yeah. So it was, it was definitely a different perspective. Um, I've seen aspects of it, never knew it had a name. But like I said today, I learned what the name of that is. And I do feel like, I ain't going to say majority of parents, but I do feel like there is a wave of parents that are starting to take that route instead of the whole yelling at your child or if they cry and Stop crying. You crying for nothing. And it's more so get your emotions out. And that's basically what the child was relaying in the uh, in the video I seen that, okay, it's okay for me to cry. It's okay for me to be upset because I know after all this, I give all my emotions out, I'll be okay at the end. Uh, sounded crazy for a toddler to be saying, but I guess if you gentle parenting from day one, they understand these things. And if that's the case, then I don't see how you could go wrong with it. But at the same time, I think that could maybe hinder them in the real world because <laughs> a lot of people ain't gentle and it's pretty ruthless out here. 
Kanye. So I think it's gifting the curse. I think even though when people, I think it comes extra helpful when you meet people who are ruthless because then you know how to handle yourself and talk to yourself when other people are ruthless. Like by the time Layla was a year and a half, she Mm -hmm. knew what it meant to take a deep breath when she got angry. Right. So she would, she literally is, was a year and a half old going. I mean, that's took me till my like late twenties to figure that shit out. Right. Still don't do that shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm, not, I'm definitely not opposed to it. Um, I'm gonna do a hard to see how these kids do turn out that our parents are this way because I do want to see how they handle people that don't have that and yeah, don't know how to control their emotions. And how do you interact with somebody that's going 100 miles an hour at you when you're as relaxed as can be? But at all times, that's not you can't always be relaxed in every situation because some yeah. people is legit. Not to say crazy, but like crazy. So you, I will hope you know how to handle yourself when you run into a crazy person. Yeah, I think it, I agree with you. It, it, I don't want to set either of them up to think that people are going to be as understanding as their parents are. Mm-hmm. And to be able to like have a strong enough ego against that, you know, like to be able to separate from them and not take internalize their stuff. Can you do, can you do like a 50-50? Like hit you them know? half the time and... Yeah, like a hybrid, like not hit them, but like sometimes like, yeah, like you ask them to do something, they say why, and like you hit them with the breakdown of like, this is why you have to do it. And other times, because I fucking said so. Because I said so. And I'm your authority. It will. I'll tell you from experience, you can want a gentle parent all you want, and you might do it 70% of the time, but there's that 30% of the time where you're just pissed off. There we go. Yeah, I'm going hybrid. <laughs> I'm going hybrid. I'm going hybrid for sure. But the hybrid's like the room for error, where you're a human too, and you can't always be calm, cool, and collected. Well, that's, mm. I mean, that's what John's saying. That's the world. Um, this is such a girl question. I got why do men hold on to women they don't want? We don't. We don't. Only scumbags do. So don't. Mm. Guys I, think have that's, I think that's a lie. I feel like. Well, some of that is. You talk to enough people, you'll see even married couples because they comfortable or because just simply the word love. Yeah. They got loyalty. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, you think about people that have been with people since high school. That's all some people know. Uh, you talk to your single friends, they'd be like, this shit shitty out here. Or you may talk to somebody that say, Oh, this shit fun. But you see how they live. And you're like, eh, I don't want to live like that. So, I mean, it could go either way. Yeah. But okay. I think, most of the case it goes to comfortability that's fair enough i read it more to like um why hold on to string along a girl that you don't want to commit to that's how i was reading it okay well that's different again i think comfortability and convenience but yeah okay but i understand what you're saying with the other one too (laughs) anything to add there flock i i agree with that Uh, what you think about it too um so the same way i mean people do it just to do it uh i don't do it like i don't burn bridges bridges either and i think like a lot of times girls think like do you think that's dangerous not to be like this is going nowhere like yeah like i don't know like i like oh shit that sometimes gets me is that i don't know mind i'm not doing this um can you deal with somebody who has panic? Got me last week, John. Not this week, buddy. <laughs> I, like rock. I didn't even say nothing. I didn't uh, even say nothing. 
Can you deal with somebody who has panic? We don't have to do that. Uh, would you consider yourself? <laughs> no, because it says, can you deal with somebody who has panic attacks? Uh, yes, I think I could, dog. No, actually, yeah. I would. What is that question really asking? How do you deal with somebody that has panic attacks? Yeah, that's what I think they meant to ask, dog. How, uh, how, how would you deal with somebody that has panic attacks? Tell them stop bitching. <laughs> Note taken. You think that will work? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I definitely have dealt with some girls that have been uh, mentally unstable in certain areas, and it has been somewhat of a red flag for me. Mm. So I guess it depends on, like, I don't know. My shit is, like, are you actively trying to figure it out? If not, then, like, what are we doing? Like, I'm not big on the, like, I'm going to do some crazy wild shit or I'm going to act like this, this, this. And then I'm just going to say, oh, this is my issue. Right. Okay. Well, what are you doing to, like, cope with this issue? Um, but, yeah, panic attack. Motherfucker, you know, I'd be having them shits all the time. So that shit ain't nothing for me. We could go get a, catch a fucking, catch some air together. Mm. That shit ain't nothing. I don't even think panic attacks are a real thing. Like, I never had no bitches bug on me about panic attacks, ever. And I sure enough had them shits around John's studio. Like, let me let me get a fucking set. You go hop on the phone, do my thing. And you're going to have to sit and wait. If not, fuck out of here. Well, I guess they deal with it pretty, pretty okay, then. Yeah, they deal with it good. <laughs> Jake? Uh... I've I've only had two panic attacks. They're horrible. Very horrible. Full full panic attacks. I've had anxiety attacks, but you thought you were about to have a heart attack? Yeah, that that would be a panic attack. Having a heart attack. Sheesh, know, that's like what that shit feel like? Like chest compressions. Oh yeah. my gosh. Then the the best way to make sure it gets worse is to try to avoid it. Damn. And that's what I would try to do if I ever felt that shit come. <laughs> Damn. That sounds fucked up. Uh, next. Yeah. Quick hits. Would you consider yourself toxic? Sometimes. Uh, I, I feel like everybody is sometimes toxic. I ain't 100% toxic. I'm about 5% <clears throat> toxic. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on what day you catch me. Because sometimes I like fucking with people. I do, yeah. and then I'll be catching myself fucking with people, and I'll be like, yeah, this is fucked up. And I, I will say I ask for forgiveness after I express my toxicity, though. Yeah. Like, forgive me, God. Just for, forgive me for that. All right, last I don't know what I'm doing there. I'll say that. What red flags do you look for dating someone new? Um, I think the same thing that I said before. That we don't like, yeah. Yeah, just that gap in... Well, I understand people are busy, but how busy are you? Hmm. Like, how busy are you really? It's different if you say, oh, I got a busy day today. I probably won't get back to you. But if it's just like an everyday thing, then I'm not about to chase nothing. That don't want to be caught. Yeah, don't ask, me, don't ask me for shit. Yeah. Early on. Hmm. Ah, that's a good one. That's, that's yeah. Good. That might be a major red flag. A huge red flag for me. I'd say uh, if they have panic attacks. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, you scumbag. <laughs> All right, random thoughts? 
Uh, random thoughts. Uh, random thought, man. As y'all know, I talked about having a crib now and shit. And uh, I'm thinking about getting a maid, man. This is a lot. This Are you? is different. Yeah. I got a maid lady um, yeah. that, that's got a contact with me from what's it called? But I think it's like 120 every two weeks. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know my range. I, I would. I'm thinking about a maid, man. This shit is a lot. Um, yeah, houses are a different, different animal. Can't lie. Can't lie. That Sunday cleaning used to be fun in an apartment, but <laughs> a couple floors to take care of. This shit a little different, bro. Yeah, man. So, mm. I mean, yeah. So my random thought is. Uh, I don't know. Within the next month, I might have a fucking maid walking through the crib. There we go. Uh, random thought. Kanye West tweeted that he likes Jewish people again because he watched 21 Jump Street. What the fuck scene did he see in 21 Jump Street that made him be like, hey, yo, the Jews are all right. <laughs> <laughs> popping each other's assholes. <laughs> Yeah, like Jews are pretty cool. <laughs> so y'all was in there finger popping each other's assholes. <laughs> what scene? Like that's such a weird train of thought. Weird, like that's a weird dude. Anyway, um, I can see why he's got his Adidas deal back. So random thought. Yep. Uh did I already do my fifty shades of gray take last time? I don't think so. I don't think so, man. So if the you guys know Fifty Shades of Grey? Yep. That that book or movie? Yep. If that guy was a plumber, everybody would have called that man a, man a rapist. Hmm. But since he's rich, that shit was attractive. If it was just some guy in a trailer park, like, I'm going to beat the hell out of you, girl. Hmm. Like, people would have flipped over that. He was doing wild shit in that movie. I never watched that movie. I haven't seen it either, but I've heard of, heard of some wild shit. A bit now, never mind. Yeah, you did this episode, yeah. Keep just yeah, <laughs> yeah, just tone it down just a little bit. <laughs> Yo, you remember when we first started doing this? I used to have to edit like 30 things out every episode, so we don't even edit anymore. You was the Eddie King man back in the day. Um, we've been flowing like, like water the past couple years, man. Yeah, so I don't even edit. Sometimes I never mind. But yeah, that's that's it. Good show. Flock will see you in four weeks. All right. So next time, man, views from the chair podcast.